Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. We are skipping ahead a few months to the end of 1948 so that we can enjoy a Christmas special episode on today's Life of Riley. The title of today's show is Christmas Bonuses from Mr. Stevenson, and it is episode number 225. It originally aired on December 24th, 1948. The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Well, it's Christmas Eve, and in the Riley house, there is peace and goodwill toward all men. But this definitely was not the case a few days ago, when Riley was a man sorely beset by trouble. It began one evening as our hero, a pencil stub in his hand and a dazed look on his face, was going over the monthly bill. Seven, six forty, two nineteen. Riley, haven't you finished adding those bills up yet? It takes time, Peg. I ain't an ad machine. Only got ten fingers. <laughs> well, let's see. Electricity, that's okay. Gas, okay. Uh, hey, what's this? Twelve dollars for a pair of pants? For Junior. Well, he just got a pair of pants last spring. Oh. I know, but he's awful hard on pants. It's those school benches sliding in and out all day long. It just wears out the seat of his pants. No, well, it's got to stop. I send that kid to school to use his head. <laughs> well, how much longer are you going to be with those bills? I'm all through, Peg, and this month for a change, we ain't in the red. We're even two bucks ahead. A nice little reserve for a rainy day. Well, anyway, a drizzle. But This is what happens when I'm in charge of the budget, because I plan, I maneuver. From now on, I'm the treasurer in this family, yes, sir. But, Riley, what about Christmas presents? We'll need at least $50. I hereby resign as treasurer. And it's only a few days off. Falls kind of early this year, isn't it? Same as every year. Uh, Gee, I clean forgot it was next week. Two dollars. And I promised Junior a bike and Bev's a wristwatch. They're expecting it. Well, Peg, we'll just have to borrow. Oh, I don't like it. Besides, who'll lend us money? What do you mean, who'll lend us money? Our friends, that's who. I got loads of friends, and my credit's good with them. All I gotta do is call up Johnny Vendron and say, Johnny! Oh, no, I still owe him from last Christmas. <laughs> well, I can call Lou Beatty and... Uh, no, I still owe him for the ticket for the Dempsey Furpo fight. <laughs> Well, I could always call up Sammy Roberts. He... You know, we got to make some new friends. We're in a rut. Well, Riley, I, I could write to my father for a loan. Oh, no, no. I don't take charity from relatives. I got my pride, you know. Yes, but what do we do Don't for... you worry. I'll get dough. I ain't so far gone I can't raise some dough to buy my family Christmas presents. But where'll you get it? I got my resources. I'll get it. See you soon. Oh, Bill, Bill, Bill. Mom, help! Pop's over in my piggy bank. Junior, Junior, be quiet. Well, Pop, 
Give it to me. It's my money. Sure, give it to me. Junior, I said let go of that... Riley, let go of that bank. Sure. Well, all right. Keep your old bank. This kid is money mad. <laughs> oh, gee, Pop. Oh, how could you? It was you? just a loan, and it's only for his benefit. That's still no excuse. Okay, okay. I forgive you, Junior. <laughs> now, let's forget it. Oh, hi. Daddy, would you hand me that vase on the mantel? Uh, this one? Yes, I left the money in here, and I... Holy smoke, look at that bankroll. That dough's been in here all the time? Yes. Well, Babs, you shouldn't leave a wad of dough lying around like that. It might be stolen by some crook. Well, if it is, it'll be an inside job. <laughs> That's not fair, Peg. Uh, listen, Babsy, uh, sweetheart. I'm sorry, Daddy, I need this money. You might at least wait until I ask you. Well, I've got to get the girls to school some Christmas cards. All right, all right, keep your money. This is a fine Christmas spirit. A fine way to pay me back for all I've done. When you were little, who dressed up in a red suit every Christmas with a beard and a wig and pretended to be a big, fat, jolly Santa Claus? I did. <laughs> yeah, well, who stuffed the pillows down your pants? I did. <laughs> all I ever done for you kids is work, work, work. I put in eight hours a day at that plant working for that ungrate Stevenson just so as I... Stevenson. I forgot. Peg, we got nothing to worry about. The bonus. What bonus? Well, I forgot all about it. Stevenson is going to give all the guys in my department a big bonus. He does it every Christmas. Oh, oh Daddy, that's, that's wonderful. Just great. Yeah, ain't he a darling ungrate? <laughs> <laughs> I say it's a dainty trick, fellas. Yeah, you're right. You Gillis. said it. Yeah, sure is. Grace Stevenson says we're going to get bonuses if we wake hard, and then after we fall in the trap and wake hard, he reneges. No bonus. I tell you hey, guys. Yeah, here, hey, here's Riley. Uh, does he know yet? No. Oh, hi, fellas. Yeah, hi, Riley. 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 You're late, Riley. Yeah, I know. I stopped off to put a deposit on the bike. I'm getting my kids for Christmas. Boy, that bonus we're getting sure is a break. Uh, Riley. We're lucky we're working for a guy like Stevenson. What a sweet type. Uh, but Riley. It ain't every boss that hand out bonuses just like that. Uh, look, Riley. Remember how I always stuck up for this Stevenson when all you guys said he was a rat? Well, this just goes to show that he's... We ain't getting no bonus. He's a rat. <laughs> no bonus? Why? Because he's a miserly miser, that's why. Uh, well, he can't get away with this. We've been counting on this bonus. That's all I've been living for. Yeah, well, we ain't going to take this laying down, fellas. No, oh, We've got to stick up for our rights. We ought to send a delegate up to see him and demand the bonus. Yeah. That's a, a delegate. Wait, wait, wait a, delegate. a minute, guys. Yeah. No, he, he might get sore and fire the delegate. Oh, what's a job compared to your self-respect? There comes a time when you've got to fight for your rights. Besides, we'll elect the delegate, so it'll be democratic. I nominate Riley. Now, wait a minute, guys. Uh, second the motion. Now, wait a All minute. All those in favor of Riley? Just a minute. Hi! Riley, <laughs> you're elected delegate. <laughs> I demand a recount. Uh, Mr. Stevenson will see you now, Riley. No, thanks, Millie. Well, here goes. Good luck. I hope you get the bonuses for the boys. Uh, well, I'll get them all right. I'm going to be tough. And I ain't taking no for an answer. I'll show him. Mr. Stevenson! Ah, oh, Riley, come in. Mr. Stevenson? <laughs> Sit down, Riley. Mr. Stevenson? Have a cigar, Riley? Thanks. Have a lifesaver? 
<laughs> Mr. Stevenson. Here, let me light it for you. Boss, I come to demand a bonus. <laughs> speak up, Riley, speak up. But it's about the bonuses, Mr. Stevenson. Oh, yes, yes, I understand the men are quite upset about that. Yeah, well, well, well. Riley, I'm glad you brought this up. I want you to understand how I feel about this whole problem of bonuses. Now, try to put yourself in my place. Yeah, but, but, boy... No, here, here, come here. Huh? Sit behind my desk. Where? There. Oh. Now, you're the boss, and I'm the worker. Huh. Okay, boss, sir. No, 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 no. You're the boss. Okay, worker, sir. <laughs> now, now, look, Riley, you're the boss. Mm -hmm. You've got the interests of your employees at heart. You want to do something nice. Christmas is coming, so you think of a bonus. Go on, Riley. Give me a bonus. What would you say? Well, I, I'd say, uh... <clears throat> uh, Stevenson, you've been a good worker, loyal all year, and you're underpaid. So I feel you deserve a bonus. Here's a check for 50... No, a hundred dollars. And uh, Merry Christmas. You offer me a check for a hundred dollars? I'm insulted. Here I am, a self-respecting American workman, doing an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. And you offer me this, this, this tip? You've insulted me. Well, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you meant well, Riley. It's just that as boss, all you can think of is money, money, money. Yeah, I'm a greedy pig. <laughs> you can't understand that as your employee, I have something better than money. Pride. Yeah, pride. And what kind of a workman, what kind of an American would I be coming in here to ask you for a tip? What would you think of me? You're a greedy pig. Right. <laughs> After all, we're partners, equals. You have your job here in this office. I have mine out by my machine. But we're still partners. This is our plant. Those are our machines. Those are our planes that we're making. Now do you see why you shouldn't offer bonuses? Well, yeah, but, but, but what? What will we tell our wife and our children? Oh, Riley, they'll understand. Now, don't you feel a lot better about not getting the bonus? Oh, yeah. What a relief. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but the boys... Oh, don't think I'm going to forget the boys. I'm going to throw a big Christmas party right here in the plant, and they're all invited. Oh, boy, that's... Well, and there'll be a big tree, refreshments, and, uh... uh Entertainment. A show with live actors? No, or something a little more appropriate. Uh, I'll read Dickens' Christmas Carol. <laughs> they tell me I'm another Lionel Barrymore. <laughs> That'll be a nice little gift for everybody, too. Uh, what do you think the men would like, Riley? How about a wallet? A wallet? Just what they need. They can use them for tobacco pouches. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Suppose you pick them out. Get 50 good wallets. Real leather, eh? Say, uh, a dollar apiece. I'll tell Millie to give you the check. Oh, boy, this is swell of you. You think the boys will appreciate all this? Appreciate it? You take a tip from me, boss. Don't let them catch you alone under the mistletoe. Well, so long, partner. Well, Riley, well, well, well. Boys, have I got news for you. You hear that, guys? I told you leave it to Riley. Oh, boy, good old Riley. How, how, how much is the bonus? Yeah, yeah. The what? The bonus, the bonus. Oh, that. What do you mean, oh, that? We're getting the bonus, ain't we? Well, uh, the, the, the question is, uh, do we really want a bonus? Do we want the bonus? What's the matter? Are you crazy? Well, fellas, now, wait a minute. You don't understand. 
A bonus? It, it's un-American. And, and, well, if we take a bonus, we're... Well, we ain't Americans any longer. Shake hands with a Hungarian. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting no bonus. What? No bonus? No, but we're much happier without it. Believe me, look. Look, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for a guy who ain't getting a bonus, you're a little too happy. Riley, you wouldn't sell us out, would you? How much is Stevenson bribing you, Riley? Well, nothing, fellas. Honest, All I... of a sudden, he's pals with Stevenson. Look at his pocket, bulging with cigars. Well, fellas, you know me. I wouldn't do nothing crooked. Where but... did you get them cigars? Why, why, I stole them. You sold us out. No, no, no. Wait, wait. If Riley says he didn't sell us out, I believe. He's my oldest and dearest friend. And I know he ain't that lower skunk. Well, thanks, Gillis. <laughs> Honest, fellas, I did my best, but... Well, cheer up. You ain't gonna be forgotten. There's going to be something in your stockings on Christmas. Yeah. Feet. <laughs> well, the way I look oh, at it... Riley. Oh, hello, Millie. Mr. Stevenson asked me to give you this. It's for the you-know-what. So long. Oh, let me see that. No, wait, hey, hey, that's mine. Uh, a check. Fifty bucks. Signed by Stevenson. Price But, fellas, you don't understand. That's for the you-know-what. We-know-what. All right. You sold us up. No, no, no. Well, I'm I... easily 50 bucks. No, that don't... You got your bonus off. No, right. I didn't. I just... Let's get out of here, fellas. And breathe in some fresh air. Gillis. <laughs> Gillis, wait. You've known me for 20 years. You just said I wasn't a skunk. A skunk? Compared to you, a skunk is Chanel number five. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Wait, fellas, fellas. You're hanging an innocent man. <laughs> second act of the life of Riley in just a moment. But right now, Santa Claus is coming to town, driven by Lou Kozloff and his ten reindeer. as Riley, who now sits in his living room, a bitter and disillusioned man. Friends, fat lot of good they do you. They always let you down. Well, I don't need them. I got Peg and the two kids. They're all the friends I need. Sorry, now I didn't have more kids. Ten or twelve. Oh, well, who's counting? I'm satisfied. It ain't every father that has two wonderful kids like... Oh, hello, Junior, my son. Hello. Well, son, what... Junior, where'd you get that black eye? Oh, it's nothing. Nothing? Well, I had a fight with Egbert Gillis. Egbert, are you crazy or something? He's twice as big as you. You could never lick him in a million years. What'd you take him on for? 
Well, nobody's going to say my father's sold out. Junior, you fought over me. Oh, Junior, darling, you took on this big bruiser knowing he'd beat you to a pulp. You stuck up for your pop. Oh, my wonderful son. Well, I'll make it up to you, Junior. I'll give you anything you want. Go on, ask me. Ask me anything. Why did you sell out? <laughs> what? You believe it? Well, I, I didn't want to, Pop, but, well, gee, everybody saw the check. I don't want to hear no more. I got a good mind to put you over my knee and give you a black eye so as you won't be able to sit down for a week. <laughs> well, Pop, if it isn't true, why didn't you at least explain? Nobody will listen to me, just like you won't listen to me. I could explain the whole thing in a second. Well, I'm willing to listen. No. I got my pride. If you have so little faith in me that you can believe this story, well, then I'm through. I ain't explaining. You can think what you want. And I hereby resign as your father. <laughs> oh, you're home, Daddy. Oh, Betsy, my only child. <laughs> Betsy, I know I've neglected you, and I, I never paid as much attention to you as I should have. Well, on account of him. But I swear I'll make it up to you. I'll give you anything you want, Babs. You just ask me. Go on, ask me anything. Daddy, why did you sell out? What? You believe it, too? But, Daddy, I... I don't want to hear. My my own two kids believe it. And I wanted to have 12 kids yet. (laughs) That's all I need, a jury. (laughs) To convict me. Daddy, wait, listen to me. I don't want to listen. I never thought that I'd live to see the day that might... Well, my... what's all the yelling about? Well, I got plenty to yell about. Those two kids of yours. The boys at the plant got a crazy idea. I sold them out so as I could get a bonus while they didn't. They're telling the whole town. And those kids believe it. Junior, Feb, how could you believe such a thing about your own father, knowing the kind of man he is? How could you think he'd do such a terrible thing to his friends? But, Mother... Not I... another word. I'm disappointed in both of you. Now, go to your rooms this instant. Sorry. sorry. Riley, why did you sell out? <laughs> what? Hey, you think... Oh, what's the use? <laughs> I only want to get to the bottom of this. I... I didn't believe it at first, but when I found out you cashed a check of Stevenson's for $50 at the market... But, Peg... Now, don't try to deny it. I know you did. Well, sure, I cashed the check. But look what I bought with it. Here, I'll show you. There. Wallets. For all the men. Christmas presents from Stevenson. And now they go around oh, saying that... Oh, Riley. Oh, I... I'm sorry, dear. I, uh. I should never have doubted you. Oh, Riley, I... I'm so ashamed. Oh, no, 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 that's all right, Dumplin'. Don't cry. Dry your eyes. Lend me your handkerchief. I ain't got one. Here, use this blotter. (laughs) Oh, what a mess. A fine Christmas this turned out to be. Oh, there's a Santa Claus on the corner. I think I'll give him a buck. It'll help somebody else to have a Merry Christmas. Holy smoke, look at that. It's the first time I ever saw a Santa Claus wearing a black costume and a black beard. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. A Merry Christmas to you, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. (laughs) It's you, Digger. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell. 
the friendly undertaker. Well, what are you doing, Digger? You're all dressed up like Santa. Well, I'm collecting money for the UEPGBCC. UEPGBCC? The undertakers, embalmers, and fall bearers give a box for Christmas, Club. <laughs> give out food parcels to needy family. Our motto is, the good that you do unto people will come back to you in the end. And so will the people. Well, it ain't much of a Christmas for me, Digger. All my friends have dropped me, except you. Oh, I'll never drop you until it's absolutely necessary. You heard what the boys are saying about me, Digger. Ah, yes. What a vile slander. Riley, we must clear you. Nobody's going to throw dirt in your face while I stand around doing nothing. <laughs> well, thanks, Digger, but I'll handle this myself. You must strike back right. You must fight. Fight to the last ditch. Oops, that reminds me I have an appointment. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> Stevenson. Millie, I told you I don't want to be disturbed. I've got to rehearse the Christmas carol for the party tonight. Well, Riley left this box. Here, it's the wallet for the men. Oh, oh, good. Oh, they're very nice. I think the men will like them, don't you? No. No? Not after you promised them a bonus. They think it's very unfair and you can't blame them. Frankly, it's, it's not like you, Mr. Stevenson. Well, Millie, you don't understand. It's a matter of principle with me. The American worker should retain his dignity. And a bonus is nothing but a tip, a bribe. I've always maintained that no self-respecting American, I don't care what his job is, should accept one. And furthermore, I believe... Hello? Hello, Carl? Oh, hello, I.B. Merry Christmas. Same to you, Carl. Carl, I've just come from a board of directors meeting. The board feels you've done a great job this year keeping costs down. And we voted you a little bonus. $10,000. Hello. Carl, are you still on? Uh, yes. I, uh, don't know what to say, I.B. Uh, thanks. That's all right, my boy. You've earned it. See you tonight at dinner. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Millie, I've been thinking it over. After all, it is Christmas. Put a $50 bill in each wallet. I guess I'm just an old softy. <laughs> Looks like a very nice party. Mr. Stevenson certainly didn't skimp on food. Ah, uh, so what? Nobody's having a good time. Look at Gillis and the boys over there in the corner. They look at me like they look at the time clock in the morning. And I bet they like to punch me, too. Well, then why don't you go over and explain what happened? I keep telling no. you... No. They'll have to come to me. Oh, you're so stubborn. Oh, uh, here you are, Riley. Riley, I think it's time you handed out the wallets. And then uh, I'll do the Christmas carol. Now, boss... Boss, maybe you better skip it. I, I don't think the boys will be a good audience on, on, on account of not getting the bonus. Oh, 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 don't you worry about that, Riley. Just hand out those wallets, and I guarantee they'll be a good audience. Well, okay, it's, it's your party. Uh, fellas, fellas, can I have your attention, please? Uh, fellas, fellas, Mr. Stevenson asked me to hand out the presents now. Uh, just a minute, Riley. Before yeah. you hand out any presents... We got a little present we'd like to hand yeah, out. Now, wait a minute, Gillis. I'm running this. It's for you, Riley. 
for me? A, a present for me? Yeah. Yeah, all the boys chipped in and bought you a sweater. Special, made to order for you. Merry Christmas. A sweater? <laughs> you chipped in and... Oh, fellas. I, I gotta try it on. Peg, what did I tell you? I told you they'd come to me. Stand aside, Peg. I want to look in the mirror. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's beautiful, fellas. Black. My favorite color. And I love that white stripe running down the back. <laughs> and look, look, look. It even has a bushy tail. <laughs> oh, thanks, fellas. This shows what you really think. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Say it's a mistake, fellas. Fellas, I just... Riley, Riley, it's getting late. I've got to do that Christmas carol. You. You and your Christmas carol. Okay, you want a Christmas carol? I'll tell you one, you tightwad. Riley. Pipe down. This here Christmas carol is about a guy called Scrooge Stevenson. An old miser who wouldn't give the guys who slaved for him a measly bonus. Riley! Pipe down. And on Christmas Eve, Scrooge Stevenson is lying at his home in his bed, made of solid gold. When suddenly there's a knock at the door. And who do you think it is? Who? Pipe down. <laughs> it's a ghost. The ghost of a Christmas yet to come. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, you miserable old skinflint. Come with me and I'll show you how you're going to wind up someday. And the ghost takes him to Forest Lawn. And he points out, a, <laughs> points out a lonely grave. And on the grave there's a tombstone. And on it there's engraved an epithet. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, read your epithet. <laughs> and you read it. And you know what it says? What? Here lies Stevenson. He's gone and he's forgotten. He gave us each a wallop. And in it, there was nothing. <laughs> Riley, I ought to fire you for this. You're lucky it's Christmas. Now hand out those wallets. No, no, I won't. I ain't going to insult my friends handing out them cheesy wallets. Riley! I'll show you what I think of you and your cheap wallets. I'm throwing them in the fireplace. Stop it! Right in that roaring fire. There, there, Riley, there! Riley, Riley, you idiot! There's a $50 bonus in every one of those wallets. What? What? A, a bonus? What did I do? I threw him in the fire. But don't worry, fellas. I'll get him back for you. Stand back, everybody. I'm going into that roaring place, and I ain't coming out till I have those wallets. Goodbye, Peg. Riley, what? that's no fire. It's an electric log with colored lights. Oh, Riley. <laughs> you mean, but I was... Well, it's a Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> time, and we're all friends, and that's the way it should be. Christmas Eve, this is a solemn occasion. And you, you, well, will the fellas in the back there kindly break up that crap game? <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, what was... Oh, God, no. Uh, as I was saying, I want to say that there is a man here tonight who's been terribly misjudged. Oh, come now, Riley. That isn't necessary. Now, let me finish, Mr. Stevenson. He's been called all kinds of nasty names. Oh, Riley, I really don't mind. Yeah, but now you all know what a sweet, lovable guy he is. Riley, you're making me blush. And you all owe him an apology. So I'm asking you to all join in and wish him a Merry Christmas. Now, come on, all together. Let's hear you say it. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. To Chester A. Riley. <laughs> to Carl Stevenson. To lose and fight. Listen again next week when Dress, the subject miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, brings you the life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Boy, is Riley lucky that was a fake fireplace. I could not imagine burning up 50 wallets with a $50 bill in each wallet. Even today, ouch, that would hurt. Can you imagine 1948? I mean, that was a heck of a lot of money in 1948. <laughs> O'Reilly. Well, please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Friday for the next episode of The Life of Riley. Check in on Monday for the next installment of The Aldrich Family. The next couple of days, I am going to enjoy Christmas and Boxing Day, even though we don't celebrate Boxing Day in the U.S. I'm still going to have a little bit of a British celebration because of my British ancestry. You wouldn't know that with a name like uh, Eckelbarger, right? But actually, most of my ancestors are British. But anyway, to all of those of our listeners who do celebrate Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. And the next couple of days, I'm just going to enjoy myself, and I hope that you all do too. Until next time, in the words of Gary Marshall, when I was five years old, my parents gave me a drum set for Christmas. My mom played the piano. My dad played the saxophone badly. But that Christmas morning, I remember we all played together and I thought it was the greatest day ever. Merry Christmas.